Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome, welcome. I am so hyped for this podcast episode, y'all, because we are talking about how to stick to your meal plan to lose weight successfully. Because I've been thinking so much about my clients and how they've been able to lose weight and maintain it even after the six month one one kitchen program. And it got me thinking like, oh my gosh, it's all because they are able to stick to the plan, eating plan and workout plan. That's all it takes to lose weight is being consistent in both of those things. And I really want to focus on nutrition today because nutrition is one of the biggest things that really holds you back from not losing weight, right? You might be overeating right now. You might be snacking a lot. You might not be picking the most healthy option that's actually going to help you get to your goals, right? And so if you're someone who's struggling with like sticking to just any kind of diet, and maybe you try it out for a couple of weeks and then you stop, like you want to listen to this episode because you might not be doing the things that I'm about to discuss here. And you starting to implement what I'm going to go through with you is actually going to help you stick to your weight loss goals and get consistent in it and enjoy the foods that you actually like without restricting. Now, if you're wondering whether or not I create meal plans for my clients in the one with coaching program, I'm going to tell you, I actually don't do that. And I think it's one of the best things ever for my clients, because I actually teach them how to create their own meal plan so that they have the flexibility and they have the ability to create anything that they want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they have variety. And that's the reason why I've been able to stay consistent in my journey and I want to teach those things to my clients so that they understand the basics of carbs, proteins, and fats and really see that like the meal plan isn't actually what's going to make them successful. It's like them sticking to the plan and it's so much easier to stick to the plan if they like what they're eating. And so if you're like constantly searching for the right plan There's no such thing because you actually have to learn how to create your own because you have a different taste bud compared to someone else who created that plan. Now, when you join one-on-one coaching, I actually teach you how to do that. But I'm going to go in depth in this episode on how you can start incorporating some of those things into your routine right now. So let's get started, right? So the first thing is I want you to really work with your current lifestyle right now versus trying to go against it. Oftentimes, if you're not sticking to your meal plan, it's because you're trying to do things too extreme. You might be on a meal plan that goes against eating carbs when you grew up eating carbs your whole entire life, right? You might be someone who loves going to restaurants and trying different types of foods out and having date nights with your friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever it is, but you choose a meal plan that doesn't allow you to do that. And so of course, you're not going to stick to it, right? And so one of the best ways to stay consistent 
is to actually meet you where you are currently at right now. If you're someone who works from home, it might not be the best option for you to just meal prep your food for the entire week because you can literally go to the kitchen and cook up something really quick, especially if you like fresh food. And like if you decide to meal prep for the whole entire week, you might not like that because your food is going to be cold and you're just going to not want to eat it. And it's going to get boring because it's the same meal and eventually you're just going to waste it. And so you see how like That is a very different change in you trying to go from like not meal prepping to like meal prepping and eating the same food every day. It's just too extreme for you, depending on how your work schedule is right now, if you work from home. Now, another example is like if you're someone who's always busy and you're on the go, 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 and you often get like takeout for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it might be too much. If you try to cook all of your meals at home right now, like you have this goal of like, okay, I'm just going to lose weight. And then you're like, well, I'm just going to stop eating out. And then you just like try to cook. And that's why the first step should always be the easiest step for you. So like if you work from home, maybe your next step is instead of cooking for the whole entire week, you literally just think about what you're going to cook tomorrow and then defrost the food the night before so you have things ready the next day, right? It can be that simple. Like you don't have to plan for the whole entire week. Just plan for tomorrow because then you have some intention around what you're going to be eating and you are not like stressing yourself out on, oh my gosh, what should I eat now? Like I don't have anything to eat. It's lunch hour time now. Now, if you're someone who is on the go, 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 instead of trying to force yourself to cook at home, maybe your next step is like, let's just look at the restaurant menu before we go there and see what we're going to order and pay attention to the nutrition facts, right? Like how many calories is it just with the serving of salad or this burrito bowl, right? Like, From there, you can start to make better choices, but you're not like forcing yourself to start cooking every single day for every single meal. If that's not something you're used to for years, right? And when you do that, naturally, what's going to happen is you're going to want to start making healthier choices and better choices for yourself because the way you feel about you is going to change in a sense of you're going to have more energy when you choose to eat healthier. You're just going to feel better in general. Like I was thinking about this so much because when I was in college, I would meal prep for the whole entire week because that really worked for me at the time. Like I just didn't have time to cook every single night because I was studying all the time. So that worked the best, but it did not work for me when I graduated. I was like, I cannot eat the same thing for the whole entire week and so I set like two days out of the week to meal prep like I didn't go straight from like meal prepping to like never meal prepping again right I went from meal prepping for the whole entire week to now meal prepping two days out of the week versus just one and I had some variety like I found that middle ground of meal prepping to meal prepping twice a week and then to eventually not meal prepping and just thinking about my food for the next day. And that's what I'm doing now. But if I went from meal prepping to not meal prepping, like my eating habits would have gone crazy. I wouldn't be intentional with what I'm eating. And I would really stress out myself because I was so used to the way of meal prepping my food all the time. And it's the same thing if you do it vice versa, like what I'm saying right now, right? If you go from like not meal prepping to meal prepping, 
you have to find somewhere in the middle. And with these examples that I'm giving you, you probably have some ideas on where to start. But don't try to go from zero to 100. Think about the next easiest step that you can implement. Even if it's just like, I'm going to have more veggies for my lunch and dinner. And then you go buy some frozen veggies and then you make sure you microwave that for every single meal. It could be as easy as that. It doesn't even have to be about meal prepping. It's like looking at your plate right now. What do you want to change about it? What do you want to change about the way you eat? Is it to eat out less? Is it to add more vegetables? Is it to have more water? Is it to change the portioning size to be a lot of a smaller? Like there's so many ways to go about this, but pick one and from there, it will become a domino effect. And I do this a lot with my private clients because it helps them build healthy habits. And it might feel uncomfortable at first because you're so used to going on a diet, changing everything, and just doing that whole diet for like a couple months or something and then stopping and then going back to your old habits, right? It might feel uncomfortable to slow down. But trust me when I say you got to slow down to speed up, this is exactly what I mean. It will help create more confidence in your food choices and it will help you feel like you are doing something and you can maintain it and you can keep going in order to lose weight. And the second thing is like, in order to stick to your plan, you have to plan your own meals versus buying done-for-you meal plans. And I touched this at the beginning of the podcast because it is the best way to help you be consistent because you're the one who created it. You know what you like to eat and you are actually learning how to change your habits permanently. One of the reasons why I don't like done-for-you meal plan is because it doesn't teach you how to change your habits, and it creates this relationship where you're constantly relying on someone to tell you exactly how to eat. And you're not going to have someone to tell you that 24-7, right? You're going to have to learn how to do that yourself so that you can create self-accountability and make it a lifestyle. When you learn how to plan your own meals versus relying on Google to tell you what to eat or following exactly what your friend is eating, you have the ability to change anything in that plan and have flexibility around it, right? So like, for example, if you are about to go eat dinner with some friends at a restaurant, you can include that in your plan ahead of time versus like feeling bummed out and like beating yourself up for not being able to stick to the meal plan that's telling you to have a salad for dinner, right? So you see like the difference there, like it's really helping you learn how to make healthy choices from a mental place. And then you learn how to build more accountability with yourself. So like how you would do this is like, let's just take out a piece of paper today and just write what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner tomorrow. That's it. And then all you have to do is follow that plan the next day. And the only way you're going to stick to it is if that plan includes foods that you like. If you know you like a banana for breakfast, put that there. If you know that you like rice with some green beans and then maybe like a stir fry entree, like put that for lunch because, you know, it's really easy to cook. And then for dinner, going back to what I mentioned of like, okay, you know, you got this dinner with your friend. Maybe you guys are going to like Red Lobster or something. You're going to have 
a entree with red lobster and biscuit and then you put that for dinner and then the next day comes you stick to it and then you keep repeating that every single night and what's going to happen is you start building this intention of knowing what you're going to eat the next day and it's going to help you feel like you are on track because you are on track because you're paying attention to what you're eating and you are having some sense of what you're going to have versus just going with the flow right now I know you're probably saying but Sam if I plan every night that's a lot of work and if I gotta cook every night that's also a lot of work and I'm telling you it does not have to take as long as you think once you know what you're gonna eat the hardest part y'all is always figuring out what you're gonna eat not actually the cooking itself That's why I want you to make a list of all the things you already know how to cook because that is going to be your starting point. Don't be trying to create this next day planning with foods that you don't even know how to cook because it's going to stress you out even more, right? So make a list of what's your go-to foods that you can whip up easily. Mine is like, I know for sure I can whip up fish soup, air fried drumsticks and chicken wings and any kind of stir fry, whether that is with chicken, ground turkey or lean beef. Those are the things that I know I can cook under 30 minutes. And when you can see that list, you put that on the plan, it will make it a lot easier for you. I just want you to see that it's not actually the cooking that takes a lot of time. It's actually just you trying to figure out what the heck you're going to eat. And all of my clients feel this way too. At the beginning, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like spend like two hours to cook every night. And once we figure out what they're going to eat for the week, it's like, "Mm, it's not even a problem. Like I have a client that loves eating pasta all the time. I have another client that loves eating poke bowl and one that loves to have like boiled chicken. And they know those are so easy to make for them that they just keep putting it on their plan over and over just so that they have something to eat and they're not like thinking about what to eat and then eventually like constantly ordering out because they don't have anything to go to after work. So I just want you to think about that. Another thing too is like, what can you put in your fridge or like buy and keep in your fridge to keep in case of an emergency, right? So like, for example, let's say you run out of food and like, there's really nothing left. Like, what is something that you can always keep in your fridge that you can whip up? And mine is usually a sandwich, like sandwich ingredients, mayo, lettuce, and mustard, and like all these other things that you could put in a sandwich. Or like, I usually have ground turkey, like frozen ground turkey in my basement and frozen vegetables that I can always do stir fry with, especially if I don't have like fresh food right then and there. And I know that I need to go grocery shopping, but I do it every Sunday and I'm out of food by Wednesday night. Another tip that I just want to give you when it comes to meal prepping, just to make it easier is to actually prep your side dishes and main carbs ahead of time. And then just cook your meat fresh the day of so for example like I usually just cut my veggies the night before and I cook my rice if I can and the next day all I have to worry about is just mixing the veggies and just cutting the meat and cooking the meal and voila I can stir up some food and it doesn't take much time and I still get fresh food and I don't have to worry about eating the same thing all the time now another thing is In order for you to stick to anything, 
you have to eat what you enjoy and then gradually move your way up to substituting for a healthier option. When you do this like next day planning that I just mentioned earlier, instead of like meal prepping for the whole entire week, what you're going to often see is like you might not like some of your food choices for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you want to start choosing healthier options. But what I often see where it goes wrong is you're trying to go too hard from zero to 100, right? So for example, if you're someone who stops by Starbucks every morning and Starbucks is on your meal plan for breakfast, going straight to not drinking Starbucks might be really hard. That's like going from zero to 100. So instead, why don't you still go to Starbucks, but then this time have the smaller size? So for example, if you have the grande, which is the medium, go for the tall. And if you always choose a sandwich, instead of the sandwich, choose fruits. You see how like you're still going to Starbucks, but you're choosing different options and your brain is going to be less resistant to that versus you going from Starbucks to now just eating a banana and a granola bar, right? And when you slowly move your way up to substituting for healthier option, you want to really start off by looking at one meal at a time. When you start mastering breakfast, like let's say once you start getting good with just no longer eating Starbucks, then you can move to your lunch and then you can move to your dinner. And it becomes this thing of like, you're just so aware of your food choices and you want to change it just because you want to, not from a place of like, I should change it because I need to lose weight. You see how like there's, is a different energy shift there. Like you just want to change it because of the way it makes you feel. So I'm going to give you an example of like how you can refine each meal going forward. Like I have a private client of mine where she never used to eat breakfast, right? Then we got her to eating breakfast, like a granola bar, because she needed more energy in the morning instead of relying on coffee. And after a couple of weeks, she eventually moved on to eating a banana and a bagel and then eventually some oatmeal and eggs. Like it was a process for her to start eating a bigger breakfast. It didn't just go from like her not eating breakfast to like now eating oatmeal and eggs. Like she had to work her way up there. And then once she mastered that, then we start looking at like her lunch. Like, what is it about lunch that she didn't like? And she didn't like that she didn't have enough vegetables. She didn't like that she was always relying on like white rice, like she wanted a different type of rice. And so we started working on, okay, let's make sure you add at least a veggie every single time you have lunch. And then let's mix it up. Some days you have potatoes, some days you have white rice. And then some days you might have like parboiled rice. Like you have three different options you can go to. And then it started becoming like a domino effect of her choosing to want to change and make healthier options because of her being aware of the choices that she's already currently making. And when you can see that for yourself, you have the ability to change anything you want on your plate. And you get to see that if you can get good with just making great choices for breakfast, you can do the same thing for lunch and you can do the same thing for dinner. So that's what I want to like leave you with in terms of that like allow yourself to gradually move towards substituting what you're currently eating for a healthier option and the last thing that I want to leave you with is find other ways to reward and celebrate yourself without food this is so important because 
oftentimes, if you are so used to dieting and just being restrictive in general, you probably have used food as a way to treat yourself in the past for doing good on the diet, right? But that's not how it works long-term and it's not going to be sustainable because what happens is whenever you give yourself a treat each time you do well, it's an indication that you are already suffering eating what you are eating and you have to keep doing that in order to celebrate at the end of the week, which is technically a cheat meal, right? And a cheat meal just doesn't sit well with anything when it comes to sustainability and weight loss. Like at this point, you are probably eating what you're liking, especially if you're going with what I'm saying of the whole next day planning thing. And so when you find other ways to celebrate yourself outside of food, you will find that the food's job is just to give you energy and it's not supposed to fulfill you in any way. And you can fulfill yourself outside of that, right? Whether that is getting your nails done, making a list of your accomplishments, patting yourself on the back, getting a massage, registering for a 5K, or just having a girl's night out. When you can do that, you detach yourself from food emotionally and you can eat anything without feeling like it's a cheat meal or it's because like you did good on your quote unquote diet. You will start to build a better relationship with food. And when you do that, it's going to be easier for you to stick to your meal plan. So I really, really hope that this podcast episode helped you see the reason why you haven't been able to stick to your meal plan and what you can do going forward with the four things that I just mentioned in order to stick to your meal plan, especially with 2022 coming up and help you lose weight this coming year for good. Okay. So if you know someone who is experiencing that right now, send them this podcast episode and start the next day planning method. It's going to help you so much. So until then, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next.